let's talk tech. And our Tech Tuesday Commander-in-Chief is expert Carmi Levy. Good morning. I've never been called Commander-in-Chief before. There you go. So a robot barista, isn't that what we have in our kitchen room right here? <laughs> I'd like to think so, although it, they, they, it, this was displayed at CES uh, just last week, and it's already in a whole bunch of shops in California and Oregon. It's called Artly. And what's different about this one is most uh, robots that are, are installed in coffee shops, they're dedicated devices. So basically, they'll take the existing machines and they'll get rid of them and they'll plunk these things in and they, they do one thing and they do one thing really well. What Artly is, it's a little bit different. It works with your existing machines. So in other words, you don't have to rip everything out if you already have a coffee shop, if you already have machines on your counter. It's an arm and it doesn't look that impressive. But what you do is you put it in front of your coffee machine and then you make the coffee yourself so it'll follow a barista around and it'll use machine learning to basically learn what they do and then it'll replicate it uh, and it'll essentially replace a human barista um, but not the machines that they use so kind of fascinating so it uses a whole bunch of different technologies all driven by ai and machine learning uh, and computer vision and all that to essentially replicate the process of creating the perfect uh, you know, the, the cup of coffee, including, you know, the, the art, the foam art on top, which that was the most impressive part, because Lord knows I can't do that. <laughs> there is an unfortunate irony to the fact that apparently scam artists are now impersonating anti-fraud centers in shaking people down. <laughs> We're usually used to getting, you know, from our, our bank is calling us or our payment processor or, our, you know, our, someone claiming to be, you know, uh, uh, Amazon or FedEx. There's a delivery for you. Well, now, and of course, if it isn't them, if you click the link, you're going to be infected. You will have, a, you'll be attacked. Now it's... It's individuals, it's scammers, uh, emailing, calling, uh, even faxing uh, and messaging uh, on behalf of who they say is the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. And of course, this is the government agency that is the Central National Clearinghouse for frauds and identity theft attacks. So uh, that that a, a criminal would pretend to be the authority, I think, is somewhat jarring. Uh, that is not the case, uh, as is always the case. Uh, the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre will not be reaching out to you uh, and asking you to, you know, dial star 72 to forward the number. Uh, they won't be asking you to send someone to your house to collect cash or for you to go to your ATM. Um, so, of course, if you get these come-ons, don't trust that it's the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. They've assured us via their website and their socials they're not involved in any of that activity. This is, yet again, a scam. It's funny because I got this call from a woman who sort of started at 11 on the anger level. And she said she was from the Canada Revenue Agency. And I said, screw this, you're a scam artist. And I hung up. It turns out she was. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she didn't take the HR training, but, you know, and I think that's, you know, but even if you like, it's okay to get rude and it's okay to hang up and it's okay to challenge because if they are legit, they will call you back. I think that's an important uh, skill for us to develop is don't take it at face value that whoever is reaching out to you is in fact legit. Seize control of the interaction of the conversation by cutting it off and then getting in touch with them. Go to their website, find the legitimate uh, phone number, you call them back and say, hey, did you just call me? Uh, and if the answer, of course, is no, you know that they were scammers. If the answer is, well, you were just very rude to me, I'd rather have to you know, explain that I was rude uh, than be scammed in the, in the first place. 
So Apple AirDrop, which is something I've only ever used once, uh, apparently leaks all kind of data. Yeah, this, so of course AirDrop is, uses Bluetooth uh, and related wireless technologies to allow us to send largely pictures, but other assets from one phone to another directly. Hugely useful. My kids use it all the time. Uh, but apparently in China, on the subway, some activists were using it a couple of years ago to send uh, critiques of the Communist Party of China, which as of course we all know, not something that's really tolerated in China. So uh, the, 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 very soon, uh, very quietly, Apple rolled out a change to airdrop in China, changed the default from for everyone to contacts only. Apple isn't saying anything. They're not saying that they responded to, to a government request. However, uh, the problem persisted. People are still, you're walking on the, you're on the subway, suddenly your phone beeps uh, and you've received something from a stranger. Uh, so now apparently officials in Beijing uh, are admitting that they're using um, very sophisticated decryption techniques, uh, weaknesses in uh, airdrop to be able to, to de-anonymize. In other words, normally if, if a stranger sends you something via airdrop, you don't know their email address or their number. You don't know who they are. The Chinese government is now using very uh, high-end decryption techniques to identify who is sending these and, of course, then sending the authorities to have a conversation with them. So Apple isn't saying anything, um, but, uh, you know, there are calls now for Apple to, you know, basically come clean on exactly where they're at when it comes to airdrop encryption. And I think that's something for you and I uh, to kind of recognize that even if we don't use airdrop, take a look in the settings, because if you're concerned about security issues related to this very convenient technology, you may want to turn it off. You may want to use it only in scenarios like in your home where you're sure that it'll reach the device that you intend to, but you're not going to be connecting to strangers who may be able to use, like the Chinese government, sophisticated techniques to find out who you are. Thank you, sir. Good to have you this morning. Thanks so much, John. Carmi Levy, our tech expert, joins us every Tuesday for a Tech Tuesday at 6.50.